When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast, your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by WaitingForNextYear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at Dairy Speaks and Todd at TDGuardiansKU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast is on the air. A new week, hopefully some better baseball. It has not been good as of late. Dairy Brothers Guardians cast with you, waitingfornextyear.com and the Evergreen Podcast Network. Matt and Todd with you on a May 1st, Monday, 2023. Guardians have dipped two games below 500. They have now, Todd, lost four straight series. We could break it all down. I mean, pitching's been bad. Defense has been bad. Offense is the third worst in the American League in terms of runs scored and, uh, they got to get out of this, and it's not going to be easy going into the Bronx this week. This was the time in the schedule where you're supposed to make major ground up. You had a three-game set with Washington, one of the worst teams in baseball. Four with the unnamed team, one of the worst teams in baseball. Three with Miami, three with Colorado, one of the worst teams in baseball, and three with that average Boston team who's 500. This was your chance, and I know it's early, and I know they have injuries to rotation, but it's not – listen, the losing bothers me, okay? You can't lose series to, you know, in a Colorado. row, Detroit, Miami, Colorado, and and Boston. You just can't, okay? It's the way they're playing. They, they, you know, that's the old term I think uh, Hoynesy came up with, zombie baseball. They're just they're, – they just look dead. I mean – Anytime they win, it's a close game. Anytime they lose, I mean, every game, it's it's just it's they're playing bad baseball. It's 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 they're not hitting, or they're down early and they just never recover. The defense has been very sloppy. There's just a lot to tighten up. And and, and you know, last year they were seven and twelve in in April. And they, they were nineteen and twenty four in May. Yeah, well, there you go. And they figured it all out. And I think that there are some things that we'll talk about that we will see that will help them improve. But I hate going through an easy portion of this schedule and playing, frankly, playing like shit. <laughs> We're brought to you by the Center for Advanced Dentistry, CFAD.net, Groove Ride at Groove Ride, R-Y-D-E.com. A lot of news going on over there. And of course, <laughs> Breaking Tea t-shirts at BreakingTea.com slash dairy. We can break down just about everything, including a Todd's a jaunt. Up to a New York this weekend. Uh, sounds like a, everybody had a good time, as uh, Ronnie the limo driver would say. But oh, yeah. uh, the bottom line is, when it comes to the baseball team, you said it. I don't know which stat is worse. You know, and, and look, I'm not going to go all TJ Zoopy on everybody. Let's talk weighted right. on base percentage. I'm not doing that. Okay, but what I do want to just look at is the basics. Runs scored, runs against, or runs allowed. All right, they're not scoring enough runs. They, they, they've scored like 108 runs in 28 games. That's not enough. And then the runs allowed, just look at it. Colorado comes into a uh, uh, progressive field, puts up six, puts up seven. The Red Sox offense is fine. They're, they're, they, they can hit. 
but 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 it's seven to one. It's it's eight runs here. Um, you know, the bullpen implodes. Sandlin comes into a game yesterday, tight game. Enough with Throws that one guy. right down the middle to their catcher who had never homered in his career. It hits one over the monster. Like sometimes, yes, yeah, so the offense is slow to start. We know Ahmed struggles in April. We know all these guys wait for the weather to get warmed up a little bit. And that that those conditions yesterday were horrible, Todd, to hit in. But again, Boston hit the same ones. And just like that, you bring in Sandlin and a 2-1 game becomes a 4-1 game. You, Aaron Jack, uh, you know, struggling. Class A, yeah, there's, we talk about there's, him. No, there's no missed bats at all. That's more of a concern to me than the offense. Yeah. You know, well, first of all, let's 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 get back to the weather. All right. So I was in New York this past weekend. Only uh, in New York. It, for a fantastic family uh weekend celebrating my niece, Allie. It was a great time. I've never been to a party like this before. Maybe never maybe never again until their next one, but it was unbelievable. And uh so it was great. With that said, it rained. And again, I'm in the Northeast and I know Boston and New York are not like, you know, next to each other, but they're, you know, it's the Northeast. It rained every second of the weekend, literally. And it wasn't like drizzle. It was sideways rain. When, when uh, the Biebs and I went to uh, Johnny's Pizzeria in, in Money Earn. Uh, that Money was Earn all those Mount, New York slices you got. Money Earn in Mount Vernon. Uh, it was, uh, it was, first of all, it was some of the best pizza I've ever had in my life. It was incredible. But it was raining so hard and sideways. And yesterday, when we drove back from New York seven hours, it rained the basically the entire time until about the last hour. But I was listening on the radio. I listened to the entire – it was on MLB radio. And it was the, the Red Sox. 89. It was the Red Sox broadcast. So it was uh, – uh, was it Tony uh, – not Tony. Joe no, Castiglione. Joe and there who's forever. the other guy? Who's the other guy? They rotate. I don't – it's uh... – I don't remember no, the guy's two, Whatever. He was really good, actually. No, they have they have a good broadcast. Yeah. And I like listening to other people's perspective of our team. Yeah. And they were, and, you know, because of the Tito factor, they, you know, obviously they have a little bit of insight into how he is. And they were, it was interesting because they were like, you know, when Tito was manager here, he hated sacrifice bunting. That was one of the things I heard yesterday. That's but funny. The whole, but the whole time in the, in the, in the broadcast, they just kept saying, I don't know they're, they're going to, let's see if they can get five innings in. This is, this is really bad, but they got to get it in because it's the only time Cleveland comes here and it's Sunday. So they can't do a double header the next day. And they just kept over and over and over again, talking about how bad the conditions were. Um, so, but, but you know what, both teams got to play in it. And, uh, you know, Logan Allen was, was very, very good. But when you score one run against Chris sale, who's basically garbage at this point, you know, they kept saying, well, this is really encouraging for Chris. We haven't seen this Chris since 2019. Yeah, of course. I mean, I heard, <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, wait, when you were, uh, when you were in New York, did you get a picture with chance the rapper? Uh, I, I did not. No, okay. I did not. You didn't run into him. Okay. I did. I I did get a picture with uh, Enid Rosenberg. Does that count? <laughs> Post that on your Twitter. Hey now, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you're right. The, the, you're asking Tanner Bybee, and we'll get into this. But like Bybee and Logan Allen, all of a sudden, if you really take a big picture of the rotation, you can't take them out of the rotation. And there's their kids that you've thrown in there because the rest of it is slop. Cal Quantrill has not pitched well, but I'm not removing him. Zach Plesak, I'm done with him. I've had enough. Um, you know, Battenfield is what he is, but you, you got to keep Bybee and Allen in there because they just look the part. You know, yeah. Logan T. Allen, LTA, 
looks the part. Tanner Bybee looked the part the other day. I mean, actual swings and misses. I mean, th th this is not a staff. And I think Zach Meisel pointed it out on, on, on his podcast the other day. They're not missing a lot of bats. They're not blowing people away. And uh, those two guys throw hard and miss bats. And they've got to stay. And Bybee's going to pitch on Tuesday against Garrett Cole. We'll go through the matchups, but that's exciting. I don't even think it's a question at this point. I mean, he both of them have to stay. First of all, Logan Allen's made two starts, and he's looked. I mean, okay, his first start, you know, you you you're like, okay, you know, it's it's in front of the home fans. Uh, you know, obviously there's some nerves there, but he looked really really good against Miami, and that Miami team is pretty good, right? This time he goes into Boston, you know, first road start. The weather is absolutely terrible. And you should have heard these. I'm telling you, these Red Sox announcers were like, wow, this guy's got some sort of command here. Struck, it's, struck it's out the side at one point. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, and, and beautiful. It, it was it was really, really impressive. And, you know, I saw the uh, the stat yesterday that he's the, only the seventh pitcher in Major League history to have eight Ks and two earned runs or fewer in his first two starts of his career. I mean, that's, that's pretty yeah. impressive stuff. He's developed... You could see the, the the pitching factory and the development of him because a year and a half, two years ago, the command was not there. And now he's just, oh, they kept talking about the sweeper over and over with the sweeper lat yesterday. He he's he's really impressive. And then Bybee, whew, so I was there. When I tell you, I watched, I, I was so impressed by him. I came back and watched some tape. Yeah. That his breaking stuff. Is just falls off the table and he's hitting them with that, you know, the 80 mile per hour. I mean, it was, it was just, I was very, very impressed. I mean, he came as advertised. And I think at this point, like you said, please, that can't be trusted. Get that guy to the, it, it, here, here's what I'm doing. If, if I'm them right now, you, you, you got to stick with Cal, obviously when Savali comes back. So you got to send police to the pen or Tristan, whoever comes back first, he's got to go to the pen, uh, please act. And Sandlin should not be on this roster anymore. He really should not. He's, he's, he, he, when was the last time you remember him coming in? You're like, all right, that was really good work. He, he, everything with him is dead straight down the middle or That's he has no problem. command. It's like, he's either out of the zone or dead straight in the middle. He can't be trusted. Why? Like, listen, I know that the pen was tired from the day before. You can't be bringing Nick Sandlin into a two-one ball game in the sixth inning. Todd, who, you put, who are you going to put in that game, Karen Chai? Well, well, that was my point. It's it, it, he he burned everybody the day before because it was the extra inning game, um, and he didn't really have a choice. But I just in a one-run game, give me anyone else but Sandlin. I, I I he cannot be trusted. I don't know who else you were bringing in that game. I mean, seriously, Pat. You, Ryan, what you about ninety-nine? He could have brought he could have brought in James. He could have brought in Battenfield. Everybody right, else pitched yeah. the day before. Say he's on the roster. He's got a pitch. Right. Like, oh, here's the good you're news. You're right. You're right. Here's the good news. What about Eli? Sam, Sam go two days in a row. Um, how many innings did he throw on just Saturday? One, one or two? One. Just one. I guess he could have gone to him, but like, yeah, we you trust Eli Morgan. Sam Hinches is coming back. Yeah, that's the good news. It's got to be this week. It could be as early as tomorrow. They said. Um, so that that that's a huge boost. Heron obviously got figured out. And this is what happens with young pitchers. The guys come up. They look great early. Oh, my gosh. He struck out his first four guys. He set some major league record. And then, you know, started to get figured out a little bit. I think eventually Tim Heron will be back up here. 
I think he'll be a part. I don't think right now they're going to be carrying two long men that are former starters in Curry and Battenfield. So they've got to figure this no, all, Battenfield's all out. Gonna go, Battenfield's going to go back. Curry has earned his way to stay on the roster. He's done a really nice job. He has. In, but, his role, in that role, too, which, by the way, I don't think they planned on using this much, but it's uh, <laughs> he's, he's had to be used. Yeah, he's had to be like the police act piggyback guy. I mean, because Zach can't get out of the third inning. I mean, you mean you don't Oakland, like three and a third, uh, eight innings, such, uh, eight such hits, an old five earned runs with one strikeout. That I've, I've do it seen for enough. You with his seven point five nine ERA. Look, maybe you put him in the pen, and his velocity comes up because he's only pitching one inning, two innings. Maybe he becomes a a reliever. Uh, but this is not working as a starter, and I get it. He's had some bad luck. The defense behind him, a blooper down the line at Fenway. Okay, great, but the, the you know but, he, there were five balls hit off the off the wall. I don't care if 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 the executive producer texts us, well, I could hit it off the wall. There were five <laughs> in a row. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I mean, you know. But here's the other thing about that, and we've said this many many times with him, when something goes bad, he is not the greatest at being able to overcome that obstacle. He's the king of. Uh, you know, Ahmed boots when it's short, and then the next guy goes deep. You know, or right? He can't. A double can't, play ball doesn't happen to end the inning, and then a double down the line is the next. It's guy. not That's, for him. Yeah, yeah. So uh, then I'm not kicking him off the team. I'm no, not sending him, him, him. I'm not Let's trading see him. Could, see if he could do it in the pen. I mean, look at right. Look at Big Sam. Great example, right? Big Sam starter his whole career. You know, uh, we we heard about him. You know, coming up starter, starter, starter. And then as you got closer to the majors, you're like, well, maybe his stuff plays a little bit better in the pen. You know, he started, I, I think he started a bunch of games in 2021, right? He was starting in 2021. Then last year, they were like, all right, you're not in the rotation. You're out of options. We'll start you in the pen. Look at how that worked out. Maybe please act. That's the move. I mean, you know, the old adage in baseball is, uh, you know, most of these relievers, great relievers are failed starters. So let's, you know, let's give it a shot, especially because, you know, Tristan, when, when Tristan and Savali are ready, two of those guys are going to have to be replaced. Uh, you know, so it's, it's most likely going to be him that gets replaced. I mean, you're not, I'd rather see Bybee and, and Allen all day before I see him again. That's for sure. Yeah, both those kids look like they belong, and there's confidence there. I, I don't like you said, uh, Mackenzie and Savali come back. They're not moving those guys to the bullpen, uh, especially. Yeah, Aaron, I mean, no Tristan's a starter, but I'm saying like Savali. Right now, you got to get people out, and there's been too many games where they've fallen behind. And again, like you said, the offense has been bad, so the pitchers have had to overcompensate and squeeze the ball a little bit tighter. And it, exactly, you said this, and I think it was in the text it, yesterday. You're like, they got to be. We're perfect. asking Al, right? You said we're asking Logan Allen and Tanner Bybee to be so perfect. Every starter, for that matter, and it's that's a problem. Right, it's a problem, especially but when even, you're even yesterday. Hitter. Yeah, <laughs> was it yesterday? Um. We had two on and nobody uh, out, and they for for uh, Andres or for was it? I would know. There was two on no, and nobody no. out, and Straw struck out. He tried to bunt and he didn't, and then he struck out, and then yeah. Cam Gallagher. You know, it was two. Uh, um, there was some somebody else struck out, and then Cam Gallagher lined out. And it was like, there's come been on. Too many. There's been too many instances, including yesterday when Ahmed got the sing. I got the single. Verdugo sailed the throw. Yeah. All right, so now you got a runner on second, nobody out, and three, four, and five are coming up. And now you got to tie the game. Jose did his job, hit the ball to right field, but then you couldn't even get the guy home from third. Naylor and Bell failed. And it's like there's been way too many of those instances. 
And you're right, the, the Tito bunting situation and straw bunting and all, and Freeman the other the other day. Um, and there's been too many guys in the lineup that are automatic outs. Gabe Arias is an automatic out. Can't hit. Yeah. You're right. You know, we've seen some decent defense from him at shortstop, but again, that's not very difficult on this team, putting anybody else at shortstop and seeing better defense. Um, but swings yeah. too long. Yeah. Now he has to play. They've got to give him an opportunity. He he, he, has, he had a hit yesterday. has to get out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, I'm not as concerned about the offense, to be honest. I feel like it'll it'll come around. I really do. Um they got the right guys in place. They got the right. I mean, other than hitting Ahmed second, I mean, we can talk about Zanino's defense all we want again, because again, a pass ball was a big problem this weekend. That was a huge change in momentum. Yep. But, but you can't deny the guy's hitting, you know, I mean, maybe if, if you, if you want to improve the offense, maybe the move is, you know, an, enough with the third catcher being Valoria, which is a waste, which we talk about every time. And maybe Bo Naylor comes up and you you hit Zanino in a, in a different, you know you you d you know sometimes you give Zanino some a, a, a DH role I I don't know or and you let Bo catch or maybe some days Bo DHs you know if 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 Naylor's not doing the job and Bell is not doing the job or, you know I I don't know I mean really the only other obvious move to make is Freeman for Arias because Freeman's hitting and Arias is not and you know I, but but the 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 roster that you need to succeed is here on the hitting side. I don't know what more you're going to add. I really don't. It's been an issue. And, uh, you know, there's too many guys struggling. We talked about last year, Stephen Kwan was the table setter and Stephen Kwan has struck out more the first month. And I think he did the first two months last year. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if anything has to do with his deleted Instagram story thing about, did you see I don't this? Know about, no, I know nothing about this. I guess he, he has a journal. And he took like a picture of his journal and it was, and he was talking about the contract uh, talks that he, an extension talks that he had. And he, where did, where did you see that? How did I miss this? I, this I heard it. When I, I, I got to give full credit to TJ and Zach. I heard it on the Godcast and, and I, and then he deleted it. I, I don't know if that is playing a factor, but he's, he's swinging over balls that last year he fouled off. And um, I don't know. There's just, it's very early. They're going to turn it around. I have confidence. I know you do as well, but it's not, it's not been the same offense and it's not, it's no. and the guys that they've relied on. I know Josh Bell needs time. It's fine. And he hit a homer over the weekend. And he's been better Saturday, last, since, since that Washington series, he's been much better. You know, Saturday they bounced back and they were down six to one and tied it at six. But again, there were opportunities to build on the lead or to, to build on it and get more runs and they didn't do it. And, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, what do you do? Zanino hits, but then on Saturday, you know, extra innings, he drops a a a, a fastball from yeah. Basse, hits right off his glove, and now the runner's at third. Now you're going to bring the infield in, and Verdugo hits a ball past Ahmed, who's got the range of, you know, an 80-year-old. So it's like, what do, you, what do you do? I mean, he's hitting, so he has to play, but then defensively, he's been brutal. Brutal. So there's a lot of little things they've got to clean up. Yeah, it's, and coming back to what I said at the beginning, they're just not playing good baseball, and and you know, it, you know the you know the old adage, April in Cleveland, and they're it's almost like an extended spring training, but this seems like a pattern that we go through every year, and and it's like they don't get their act together for that first month, but 
I, I really truly believe that they'll be okay. And again, I come back to it again. The AL Central is so bad. Did the White it's Sox win? I didn't see. Did the White Sox win or lose yesterday? You didn't hear about Sunday. yesterday? Again, they, I was driving home. I listened to, you know, seven hours and I listened to our game I, and then I went to music. That's very, very mediocre show prep. I, uh, it was nine to five, nine to five Rays going to the bottom of the ninth and the White Sox scored seven and hit a walk off Andrew Vaughn home run to win. Oh, okay. So they ended the 10 game losing. Yes. Streak. The point the, I knew they had a 10 game losing streak. Isn't that crazy not, though? Yeah. But, but how does that team with all that talent lose 10 games in a row? Yeah, Dylan Cease in your rotation. You would think that one of those times Dylan Cease would end that or Lance Lynn. I mean, they have, I, I know that they don't have uh, uh, Hendricks at the back of their pen also on the uh, injured reserve or for uh, 10% capacity anxiously awaiting him. Uh, but I can't believe how bad that team is. Also, by the way, my other closer is Emmanuel Classe, who we need to talk about. A man, a you know, because you in, re- referenced this before, but he's not looking like the same guy that he did last year at all. He is. It, it's 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 getting a little dicey. I'm not saying move, remove him. I mean, the guy's still throwing 98 mile per hour, you know, cutters and sliders, and it's unbelievable. But when he struck, he's not striking anyone out. It's a real no. problem. No, it's a pitch clock. I'm telling you, he's rushing. And I think he's out of his rhythm. And unfortunately, balls that, you know, the, those split finger fastballs that were just dipping and people could not touch are now being put in play. And uh, there's hard contact there. You're right. I mean, push comes to shove. He's still one of the best closers in the American League. But the, for the first month, way too much contact with him and not enough swings and misses. And uh, I think he's just got to adjust. I mean, but but he was a guy that took his time that got into a rhythm that, you know, went slow, worked slow and, and then dominated. And it's, that's not the case right now. I mean, even on clean saves like Friday night, you know, a line out here, a pop out there, a sharp ground ball here. All right. Great job. You know, book it as Matt Underwood would say, (laughs) bring on class A, but like right now, I mean, you know, the extra inning game the other day, Zanino bails him out on that with a two out single. It's like, all right, one run lead, but the runner starts at second. And then, you know, first round up the single. middle. Yeah. That he couldn't handle. And then some sharp contact and boom, it's over. And obviously it happened awfully fast. Yeah, it did. It's and Verdugo's a beast. He's a good player. I know you hate him, I but I hate him. He's a good player, though. I'll take him on my team anytime. Yeah, me three, too. But three, he's 300 a- hitter at the top of the order. He's gar- He's a garbage human being. By, by the way, I thought the <laughs> Guardians did it the best they could this weekend with Devers. That guy's a monster. God, when he's at the plate, it's like he's, he's damn killed good. us. He's killed us for years. I mean, he's listen, damn I'm, good. I'm that, team their Jose. lineup isn't bad. Boston's. I mean, it's a really ragtag group. But that well, pitching staff. I'm sorry, well, but Pavetta and Bayo the other night they bailed out. Uh, you know, my favorite was was like. Uh, Straw gets on, I think. Quan walks, and here's Brian Bayo throwing the balls all over the place. And then Ahmed just swings through some slider at 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 nine o'clock. Like, take a fucking strike, dude. Jeez, God, why is he hitting second? Enough. Put Straw in there. Put put Jimenez there and leave them. Why does he still hit second? I, I I don't understand it. For the life of me, I don't understand it. You want to hit him second against lefties? Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. But I come back to this again. 
you want your best players to have the most at bats. And right. Ahmed is not one of your best players. No, nope. no, he's not. When it comes back, how many times? It seems like every single time this season, by the way, they come back around and it's like, okay, eighth inning, we got the first two guys on and here, who's who's coming up in the key spot? Ahmed. And guess what? K. I know. Oh, for five on Saturday again. Like, you know, we, every, everyone was hitting Saturday, not him. The Saturday at bat against Kenley Jansen was an embarrassment. Okay. Jansen is the most, I, I'll say this. I've never liked him. Even when he was dominating with the Dodgers, I was like, still shaky. I was never, Kenley Jansen got a lot of money from the Red Sox. I'm like, is he, somebody's going to actually give him money? Like, and, and I just knew, all right, here we go. Six, we were down six, five. I knew we were at, we, you know, Trying to trying to text you uh, you guys and keep you posted. It was uh, that was a I wild Saturday. That. Yeah, I did. And then, I had... <laughs> but like Kenlet first two get on, and then you're right. Ahmed's at bat was an embarrassment. Was he wasn't even close. Like the guy's all over the place and wild. Now thank God Jose bailed him out with an RBI single. But geez, dude, move the runners at least. Like yeah. I know you can hit the ball the other way, and he does it on occasion. He's not a bad hitter, but your double clutching plays at short. And and you're striking out like what what's the value there? It's early. I know they want to give him a chance. He oh, he's a notorious slow starter, but get him out get him out of the two spot, please. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm I, again. I'm not saying you got to bench him and try Arius or bring up Freeman no, play him. Every no. day. Just don't hit him second anymore. Okay, move him down. It's Menez against righties, Straw against lefties at at the, in the two spot. Miles Straw is having a. By good the way, I agree. I am. If you would have told me last July, let's say, right, that, he was a mess. That we would be advocating for moving Miles Strom to the two hole, I would have told you you were nuts. In fact, I still think the executive producer is not on board with this with this call by you. Oh, please! Which I'm sure you'll be hearing about. Uh, I don't care what he thinks. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Well, at least Mikester, at least Mikester was there this weekend. No, don't do that. In don't Boston, do that. he was there. He was <clears> don't there. do that. P one a P1 listener. Yes. Yes. But uh, no, Miles Straw is putting the ball in play, hitting it hard. I'd put him, you, you know, you want to bat. Look, Jimenez, his splits don't matter. Doesn't matter. Lefties or righties, he hits them all. So maybe you just leave him in the two spot. He's an all-star. I know. Hitting him seventh just is infuriating to me. I just do not get it. I, I, well, I don't. He hasn't hit him seventh in a while, has he? Uh, he hit seventh on Saturday. Did he? <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, I mean, that's who I would hit second right now. Uh, let's do a couple of reads here. Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. Uh, go do yourself a favor. They're coming back home this weekend against the Twins. Go to the Cleveland Collection at BreakingT.com. That's BreakingT.com slash dairy. There's T-shirts there that are just awesome. It's going to start warming up, I promise. I know this weather blows, but like right now, Jose Ramirez slide shirt. Awesome. The names, art print that say the land with sticks, the OG, Jose, Naylor, Quan, Shane, Andres. Get that shirt. You want the red Stephen Quan 38 shirt? All of that available at breakingtea.com slash dairy. Now, uh, what's going on at Groove Ride? Um, like, you want to get in shape, all right? And you want to just, it's it's the basics. It's let's get moving. You go to Groove Ride right there on Chagrin Boulevard in beautiful downtown Woodmere, Ohio. That's that's right. You know, I will say this about Groove Ride because obviously I am heavily invested there and I love it and it's the best. But 
I am a group fitness success story and why I believe that group fitness is so wow. good for people and so important is when I used to go to a regular, you know, lifetime fitness gym and I would show up and I would get on an elliptical and watch a Netflix show for, you know, an hour. And I think that that was actually working out when I really realized that, yeah, it's good that I was moving, but I wasn't really doing much. And then I would look at over at these people coming out of this boot camp class and they would be drenched in sweat. And I, I was so intimidated. And then one day I went in because one of my friends was like, you got to come in with us. It's fine. I know it's all women, but who cares? So I went in there and I took this boot camp class with Beth Ann Lazaro. And she ah. was the most, it, it was an unbelievable experience, transformative in my life. And from that point on, I just, I thought I was going to die in the first five minutes. And then after that, I'm like, you know what? She was motivated me and kept me going. And I kept going and going and going. And here I am 10 years later, well, just about 10 years later. And has I it been that long? Now an instructor. Yeah. I also teach group fitness. And I really truly believe that the group atmosphere, when you find a like-minded community like we have a groove ride, whether it's in a spin class or a bike boot camp class or regular boot camp class, it's just you feed off the energy of the other people and it's a positive environment and it's great for everyone. And everyone can do it because there's no judgments and we are just always everyone's in there looking to work hard. So if you want a great gym on the east side for group fitness, come check us out, grooveride.com with a Y ride, and you won't be disappointed. On the corner of Chagrin and Brainerd, right above Bank of America, come check us out, grooveride.com. And let me tell you one more thing before we move on. Yeah. Dr. Ben Hornstein, oh. Dr. Sean Schlissel, Center for Advanced Dentistry, Check them out. We're knocking them all out on today. The east side. Best dentist on the east side. Possibly best dentist of all time, Dr. Ben Hornstein. But seriously, go check them out. CFAD.net. Uh, again, in Orange Place, right off of the Chagrin exit. They can do it all. And they're really, really nice people. So go check them out. CFAD.net. Center for Advanced Dentistry. These pitching matchups. Okay, before we do that breaking news, uh, our brick is apparently in one in the possession of one Bob DiBiasio. All right. You and I have not even had, had that discussion other than- Is it uh, the Bobby Derry Job guys one or the other one? No, this Remember is that the one? Matt Todd Derry, I think, one. Yes, yes. I have to get it. Apparently, he has it. Well, I, why do you have to get it? I'll get it. <laughs> but I'll, I have his cell phone. I, oh, I, well, I, just was, tell him I'll get it from him at a game like this week. All right. I'm going. I'm going Friday and Sunday. I, I I can get it. What I don't get what's happening. Is this some another With disorganized what? mess, or is this actually organized? Like what, the, the brick bricks. Thing? No, the basically, bricks thing. I think it became un, uneven pavement and like. No, I know, but how they're distributing it and why I'm getting a message. Oh well, here I can tell some, you. They somebody else that they that they ran into Bobby D and Bobby D has it. Like, no, here's was what there a communication to the people that yes, had the there bricks? there was. There what was? happened was they sent out an email to everyone and said, we, th this was from 1994. We have no records of who has it. If you know where your brick is and you want it, please contact us at this email okay. address. All right. Basically. So it was done. Mom well. actually okay. said something to me about it. And I was oh, like, Lord. I don't think that's ours, but she was right. Okay. Mom was right. I'm, All right. I'm, book that. Okay? that. You may never hear me say that again, but mom was right. <laughs> Man. All right. That was good. That was all right. I, I don't want to get on the organization about it. No, sometimes, no, no. They, sometimes they, we... they reached out. They reached out. Okay, very good. So I will uh we'll get that done. 
Um, all right, so three more games on the road and then a nine-game homestand. So the Yankees, is Aaron Judge hurt? I read that today. Yes, but I think he's coming back for the series, naturally. Did you see how bad, you know, Seth was sending us the Yankee lineups over the weekend? Yeah. I, I can't get over how bad that lineup you is. You know Jake Bowers is hitting a home run at some point this week. He played week. left field yesterday. <laughs> you know you know he's going to homer against us at some point oh, this 100%. week. 100%. The hunger um, strike, right, should we so... bring back the hunger strike for one more weekend? <laughs> or one more a good bit. Series? That was a good bit. We got everybody involved. Mizo was even in on that. There were plenty of people. Bit. <laughs> plenty of people in on the, uh, I may do that with Ahmed. That may happen soon. The Ahmed hunger um, strike? <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> Uh, so three games in the Bronx against the Yankees, all of them at night, seven Oh five. Uh, and then the twins, the first place Minnesota, you know, we're three and a half games out of first. Well, they're, they're pitching their rotation's been, that was their biggest problem for these last few years. And they, their rotation's been really good. Have you seen Sonny Gray's numbers? They're ridiculous. He's the ERA is like 0.53. And we never, well, I think last year we hit him decently, but usually in the past, he he's always been does. great. Yeah. Wow. Maybe Baldelli has has it fi- figured out. Although T- Tito owns him, so l- hopefully yeah. that will work. Uh, well, you got you me see, Friday by the way, and uh, Sunday, so that's a good sign. Did you see by the way, uh, Tito's scooter didn't work, so he had to walk to work the other day. He doesn't walk; he wobbled to work <laughs> or limped to work. So three with the Yankees, and then three with the Twins. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that's seven ten, six ten, one forty. Um, Sunday Apple TV plus Friday night, by the way, I did see that I have that. So that will work. Um, what am I doing Friday? I, I, I have way too many plans made lately. It's annoying. Listen, no one works. No one grinds harder than you in, in life. So I get it. Reminds me of that. Oh, 17. (laughs) The grinders. Yeah. Uh, tonight, Cal Quantrill back on the mound at Yankee stadium, uh, against Domingo Herman. Didn't they pitch against each other the last time? Mm. I think that was the matchup. Um, I don't remember. When they were at uh, Progressive Field. Tuesday, yeah. now this one you have to watch. Tanner Bybee against Garrett Cole. That's going to be unreal. That's going to be sweet. This is great. Give that kid a chance at Yankee Stadium. That's the ultimate test. You know? Well, listen, um, they, they made the decision pretty easy when he used Battenfield yesterday out of the pen for two innings, which was great. Because then we knew that Bybee was definitely staying. I mean, I knew he was going to stay anyways, but. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Wednesday night, Shane Bieber against Clark Schmidt, who they already saw earlier in the year. So three straight righties to start this week. Uh, Friday night, Zach Plesak scheduled to start, unless they make some sort of change, against Bailey Ober. Saturday no night. Ken, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, remote control on MTV? That's right. May That's he rest good. in peace, Ken Ober. Whatever happened to Kari were, by the way? I got to say, I, I, you know what? I'm going to have to Google and see what she looks like. Yeah. She was something uh, else, huh? She she had a nice cameo also on uh, 90210. Remember she gave uh, David Silver the clap? Really? In the limo? That. You don't remember when they were when, when when David was hooking up with her in the limo? Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yes. Donna was not happy Donna about that. Donna walked in on it. Yeah. She was not happy. Uh, right, but sorry, she did graduate. Ahead. She did graduate. Uh, Logan Allen on Saturday against Sonny Gray. And then Quantrill on Sunday against Joe Ryan. Yep. Twins have, twins have played well. They really have. So Yeah. Um, Listen, when Buxton's healthy, that team's totally different. And now that they have starting pitching, it's it's working. 
Um, so we'll see. But, but again, we'll see division, some Emilio Pagan action, and that that'll, that'll bring his us. ass in. That would be that'll nice. Spark the bats. But you know, time to make hay, and then you know, after Minnesota comes in, you got the unnamed team for three, the Angels for three, uh, and then you know, while the Angels are in town, we could talk about uh, the Guardians trading for Shohei Otani at some point. <laughs> That's a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, anything else that's it uh yeah that's it just shouts to my sister-in-law and brother-in-law for their uh unbelievable event this weekend it was it was a stone groove my man it really was oh. it was incredible this team needs to be playing better baseball uh oh and by the way i really messed up are you ready for this i yeah. do I was in Indy this weekend and didn't go see the Clippers play. Yeah, well, dude, you gone to uh, Indy, I just went Indianapolis. Two weeks That's early. what I'm saying. I know. You just went. No, I'm, I'm I mean, shocked that you didn't I, look at this. I was thinking about it yesterday. I'm who like, would you have seen pitch? I, I didn't. Who who would you have seen? Gavin Williams pitched yesterday. No, he right? didn't. He pitched uh, over the weekend. Did he? I thought he. Yeah, because he made his first start in AAA this. I thought it was Wednesday. This week. Okay, maybe. Because they play these AAA schedules, they play like six games in the same city. You know, there's no weekend series. They, when you play a team, you play them all week, Tuesday through Sunday. Because it, since COVID, that's how they've done it, to cut down on travel. Oh, man, you could have – that would have been I awesome. didn't miss anybody. I looked last night. I didn't miss anybody decent from a starting pitching perspective. But I could have you know, Daniel Daniel played Homer on Saturday. I guess I could have been there for that. But there's only so much I could drag uh, – my poor daughter too, yeah, you know, I, although I, she likes, usually likes that stuff, but I was going to say, she's, she's a fan. She, come on now. Yeah. But yeah. uh yeah, yeah that so would have been, that would have been cool. You, you kind of blew it. You blew it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, big week ahead, uh, right in the spotlight against the Yankees. Um, nice hat. What hat is that? It's a cool hat. You this on. is, this is one of the Akron uh, rubber ducks throwback hats. I've only seen two people ever wear it. Me and Andre not, and I had it first. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, no, yeah but love, you're not I friends with Chance guy. the Rapper. So. I'm not friends with anyone except you <laughs> and the executive. <laughs> I got, I got my crew. That's it. <laughs> Nobody famous. I think as famous as I get is uh, uh, friends. Uh, who's my Dave Selznick? He's probably my most famous <laughs> friend. <laughs> wow, a lot of shout outs. Uh, cousin Matt Goodwin. He's a he's a big he's a big shooter and a listener of the pod. I wouldn't say Matt's a celebrity. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, actually, the biggest celebrity that I'm friends with is you. Local oh. celebrity, minor celebrity. Right. That's right. All right. Uh, that'll do it for another edition of the uh, Dairy Brothers Guardians cast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. Thanks to our friends at WaitingForNextYear.com. Joe and the whole crew over there. We are out of room and out of here. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II. 
And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.